moving in space suits, moving in space suits. Don't get too cute in your space suit. This is the Cholesterol Report. Since World War II, the U.S. government has denied stockpiling cholesterol by the metric billions of tons. I speak with former KGB agents and CIA agents and discover the truth about what happened at Area 53 and a half. It's almost Thanksgiving. I'd like to welcome everybody out here. So, there I was, right? Yeah. I was trying to get a cup of coffee. And these, these people just sitting next to me just wouldn't stop talking to the waitress. We're sitting at the diner, sitting in, on... Fuck. <laughs> so I'm sitting there having a cup of coffee. I got a coffee and I just want to order two scrambled with cheese and uh, brown gravy and sausage. That's all I want. It's gonna take me like three seconds, but these people right next to me, they just wouldn't shut up about this guy walking into the case dealership with a John Deere hat on. It was like, it was almost like he was looking for trouble, you know? And this, they just wouldn't shut up about it. And you could tell that the waitress was didn't really care. And they just kept repeating the same thing over and over again, man. I don't know what it was about this place. I don't know. Last time I was here, man. Well, I, I can't believe that happened. That you can't, you can't just wear that kind of hat in that kind of place. Well, I was sitting down there. I was sitting a couple seats down, and it's over by the cash register. So she's, you know, cashing out the bills while they're talking to her. She's doing other things, but she's still got to stand there and listen to him talk. Meanwhile, all I need is two scrambled cheese, brown gravy, links. Keep this. Keep the toast. I'm off toast, bro. You're out, of, you're out of like the rye toast? I'm off toast, man. You just like home fries now? I'm off potatoes, man. Oh, uh, this sounds like a carb thing, dude. But I guess, I mean, if we're gonna, if we're gonna stay down here, do you wanna, should I get another round of uh, syrup shots? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna get an app, another appetizer. I wanna get one of those uh, tower appetizer things. Oh, okay. It's got like the four layers. You choose your, build your tower, I think it's called. You mean like with uh, uh, potato skins and chicken fingers and cheese sticks? Yeah. And fried pickles? Yeah, we'll get the fried pickles. I, I hope so. I mean, that's the best thing they got here. Did you smell f fabuloso in the men's room, though? Yeah, I did. I actually had some in my backpack, and I kind of moved it 
and, and the, <laughs> the top popped off. I couldn't believe it. Oh, now everything smells like that. We should put some gasoline on it. That, that would work, probably. I'd probably cut, dissipate. Cut down the lavender. Like, you make it all smell so bad that you, all of a sudden, it smells so bad you just can't smell anything. Or, or you can make a pine saw smell. like to order now, please. Thank you. From the Sausage Hut, I'm El Chapo. I'm Michael Buble. And... Ugu Gamaga Kapan Shiwa Akukugumaga. It's freaking Tuesday. I'm Vinny Barbarino. What? It's the day before Thanksgiving. Where's your Seven layer salad. I'm Tube Steak Willie. Thus he speak. He speak a fourth, the most proprietary blend of hatred and NASCAR and the Nazgul, saying to thee, he speak. He speak. He speak all about. He speak here. He spoke there. He speak. 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 And so then we were there. And what fourth did he speak? 
He spake of NASCAR. He spake of... Amongst others. He spake of John Deere. He spake of John there. Spoke of Thanksgiving and what shall come. And then forth he spoke. <laughs> Did we ever do a track for Porto Vallarta? going on the album we gotta get to work on the album it'll be on the it'll be a bonus track dude no Porto Vallarta is gonna be the big that's gonna be the single that kicks everything off that's the oh that's the big overture to the cast the grand theatrical presentation of the Sausage Hut's greatest hits Volume one. I was gonna say volume one. Porto Vallarta. I, I, I kind of forget how many. Uh... The first video is gonna be Porto Vallarta, and we're gonna have to go to your boss's house. So you're gonna have to get him <laughs> to let us shoot there for a couple days. Yeah, that should. Yeah, that, that, that we can do that. Yeah. In Porto Vallarta. <laughs> we need a mariachi band and horns. <laughs> That was a great one because for a while there, like after everything I said, that's what you would scream. <laughs> and I, after a while, I couldn't talk. I laughed so hard. <laughs> yeah, the the year in review show. Everyone's gonna be doing their year in review thing now. Welcome to the Sausage Hut Year in Review Preview Show, where we're going to preview what we're going to review at the end of 2017. Got our expert here, El Chapo, and he's been tweeting out polls for you to take saying, vote on your favorite moment from the Sausage Hut in 2017. Don't forget, the first 20 contestants get our good wishes for the holidays. And I hope you make sure you send that self-addressed stamped envelope to the Sausage Hut, USA. I remember. I remember. Now I just want to forget the fact that I watch so much NASCAR. <laughs> Your NASCAR 2017. From light red to dark red. <laughs> That's the name of your 2017. The reddening of the neck. That's coming up. What are some other year? Favorite... Moments of 2017 in the sausage shot. I'll tell you what one we just did. The Huffy Toss. That was one of my favorites. Yeah, that right was right off the bat. A late bloomer, but that, that's that's gonna be a thing. That was well remembered. Yes. I have to look them up. 
they're all just vague. <laughs> like, well, don't exactly remember it all, but a lot of our Vladimir ones are good. The Vladimir Vitsotsky. Yeah. Yes, it all began with a Soviet choir. Yes. Red Army Army Red Choir. Family Feud. Was that this year? I love the fan. We got to do Family like Feud. Early, again. Yeah. And then, with just one mention of it, Bowling for Dollars became a staple. Yeah. I, 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 I can't wait to do more Bowling for Dollars. The best part of that is listening to the contestants getting their little, uh, you know, introduction and interview. It's there's just so much, so much gold there. Yeah, and I want to do. I honestly, I'm going to be your next host of Bowling for Dollars. I'm just not exactly sure where I'm going to do it, but I'm going to get the funding and I'm going to get the the bowling alley. Hell, I might go to multiple bowling alleys, and I'm going to have people send in self-addressed stamped envelopes. What explains this renaissance in bowling alleys? Coming up at ten on Bowling for Dollars. I'm Johnny Kilbasa, here with El Chapo. That's right. Good crowd tonight. And you can interview the crowd and be the sideline reporter. Yeah. And I'll bring out the people and... Where do you work? Where do you work? Where do you work? How much do you make? What kind of house, What neighborhood do you live in? What do you do? Who's with you? How many legitimate children do you have? If you do not have friends here, we will provide some for you and tell the crowd at home that these people are your friends. I'll wave over at the camera like, And you'll still have people bowling in the background because it's league, it's league night. And they're, they're pissed as hell because they had to give up a lane for this crap. Yeah. It's like, we got to share a lane? This guy, you kidding me? We have four, four teams on two lanes? That's bullshit, Is that man. Frank Morton up there? I'm better than him. Why is he on a show? I give up my lane on league night so this clown can... Oh, my God. Pulling for freaking dollars. Is that on public access? Public domain. I can't wait to host Bowling for Dollars. It's going to be awesome. We got to see an episode of uh, The Joker's Wild. Yeah, with Snoop Dogg. Oh, Snoop was on that? No, they just started a new one. Really? Yeah. No, it's wait. It's on after Conan is, now. Is he the host? Yeah. Oh, my God. I yeah. got to see that. Yeah. I'll DVR some so you can watch The funniest it. thing I've seen all year was him doing the uh, nature uh, show. That was the most one of the most brilliant things. I yeah I saw only saw teeny tiny blurbs of it, but was it awesome? Uh it was it was. Yeah, if I don't I don't know how many seat I don't know if they had seasons or just I, I would I would binge watch that and just cry to death laughing. Who'd have thought like Wild Kingdom hosted by Snoop Dogg would be the best thing because <laughs> he was scared of everything or. Because he doesn't, he doesn't, I don't think he knows what he's going to see when they start playing the, uh, the animals. So he just completely ad-libs this stuff. And, you know, of course, you know, I don't think he's a, a studied zoologist or biologist or anything. <laughs> so he just, you know, makes his best guess of what he thinks is going on. And it's great. He's like, oh, damn. That buzzle. Oh, watch out. There's an alligator in there. Oh, jeep. Oh, well, I guess you're gone now. 
<laughs> you know, it's like an alligator eating this, you know, water buffalo coming from water. It's, uh, it's great. <laughs> he's, a, he's just one of those sages that comes once in a lifetime. Yeah. He's an American treasure. It's like no matter what he does, he's always himself and it just touches it just turns to gold. He doesn't have to like put on a show or anything. He just he just he just is himself. And he was lucky enough to to run into Dr. Dre and that's yeah. that was the most important yeah. thing. Yeah, and he's but all he, over, even Dr. Dre's not all over the place like he did. Well, cuz he's got a billion dollars now. Yeah, he doesn't need to be. And he's got the beats, but uh Snoop Dogg, I would have liked to seen him beat him to that. Would that be, you'd be wearing Snoops instead of Beats. Yo, dog, where, where'd you get them Snoops at? So coming up, I'll tell you what, I was coming up on the Sausage Hut this week. I'm going to try to get one out. This is uh, Hopefully you'll be listening to this on Tuesday morning. And then I'm going to do the seven layer salad special that I tried, that I actually recorded last year, but I had the, uh, the, the, the damn effects on the whole time. So it was unlistenable, but I'm going to do a live in the sausage hut kitchen, making the seven layer salad. So I hope you can be there Chapo. with the seven layer cam. Wow. You can be in charge. You can actually show off your chopping skills for once. Oh yeah, I can do that. I'm as good as I once chopped. Yes, indeed. National chop again. <laughs> so we're gonna do that, and I want to, um, and I might have to do this in the same spot. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But I want to honor the passing of Malcolm Young of ACDC. Because oh, yeah. ACDC is one of the most important bands in my entire life, I think. And he was one of the main architects of it. And he died this week. And we need to, we did, we need to talk about ACDC and their greatness. Much to discuss. Very much. A life to honor. Jamming the freak out. That's what's coming up on Sausage Hut. Now, you know what? Maybe if Friday night rolls around, I might get another one in, too. Just because I want to... The sun shines and because I know that programming is limited in, when in the podcast world during Thanksgiving break because all the big guns take the time off. But that's where I want to heat it up in the Sausage Hut. We'll be, we're like the weekend newscasters. Hey! hey. The, the, we're the weekend afternoon G- DJs. Hey, this is DJ Dipshit coming at you for the next 12 hours because everybody at the radio station's off. Me laying it down the top 500 Metallica songs of all time, followed by the top 500 ACDC songs of all time. If you're tired of that Lions game again this year, just switch on over to the Sausage Hood Podcast. And what can they pick up, Chapo, while they're... In the in the in the johnnycobasa.com and the sausage hut. Well, if you go to our little gift shop there, 
Go ahead and get your If the Cholesterol is High, some of my t-shirts. Sizes and fun for everyone on your shopping list. That's right. It's about time for a new t-shirt, isn't it? New designs. It's a new year coming up. Out with the old, in with the new cholesterol. When's, when's the first El Chapo t-shirt design coming out for 2018? Uh, we've got something that works. We, we've been working with some really great designers, and uh, I think I think we're going to have something out uh, you know, early in the next year. Yeah, for sure. Perhaps you make your own t-shirt. You send Chapo what you want him to type on his and pick one of his classic typewriters, have him type something up, and then he'll take a picture of the piece of paper inside the typewriter and put it on a t-shirt and send it to you. And we'll be posting that up so everybody can see that. Only in the sausage hut, Thanksgiving week, Bender Spectacular. Anything else you want to get off your chest, chops? Um, so your schedule, you got you got some chopping. You got to chop tomorrow. You're you're you don't have to chop on Thanksgiving, right? Or you don't have to chop. You don't have to chop tomorrow. You're chopping Wednesday, and then like, is your do? Is the weekend after Thanksgiving usually busy, or all the uh, people gone out of town that weekend for you? It's busy. Is it? And you know what? You know what I have to slice the most of. Let me guess. Um, turkey Thanksgiving Thanksgiving slices. What are you slicing? Okay, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna go off. I'm gonna go against my instincts and say turkey. You're exactly right. Ah, that's, uh, that's Jesus. I I can't believe it. I, you would think like you've got it home in your fridge. You had several big meals with it. You probably had it somehow in some kind of breakfast mash. And then you come here, and man, you want more turkey. <laughs> Holy God. Yeah, it's, you would think it would go down. It almost goes up. That's weird. Yeah, really weird, yeah. Yeah, because I'm, I'm pretty much sick of turkey halfway through the first turkey meal of the day, honestly. I'm not a big turkey fan. And at least the turkey that you made at home is really good for turkey. It's not, I mean, people love our turkey, but... I mean, deli turkey is what I'm slicing. It's like, you, what? You want like a downgraded version from that awesome half-eaten bird in your fridge at home? Yeah, they just don't want to be, they don't want to be in the house anymore. <laughs> well, that's true, yeah. But, Maybe they're know, like, I'm on turkey for the next two days. I don't know. I wouldn't. But a, a skilled, a skilled craftsman with an electric knife can take apart a turkey in about a minute and a half. Electric knives. I don't, well, you know, there was a time. There was a time, I guess, in the '30s where it was really cool to like get every device out of the drawer and put a motor on it. And I'm sure some of those things are good, but I, things like that, I'm just like, man, I just, I just can't, I, I can't get behind it. I'm so, you're insulted. Do not. <laughs> yeah, I just can't. Electric knives. Don't not, bring that into my kitchen, buddy. You know. I mean, if you need a chainsaw and you just want to, you know, hack the living hell out of your your good work and long cooking hours and go for it, but I don't. I don't think any. 
Hokey religions and electric knife are no match for a good Santuku blade at your side. In the hands of a experienced craftsman. Yeah. An assassin. Like even food processors, sometimes I I think about buying one, even just a like a little one. But when I when I think about what I can do with my blade and a cutting board, I can do it almost faster and, and exactly the way I want it. It's just another machine to just pulverize the, the crap out of good food. Now, if you're making a sauce or some kind of marinade, then I agree with those devices, yeah. Or if you need a smoothie, you can, well, th that's fine too. Immersion blenders are great for making hummus, but solid food needs to be done by hand. When it says chopped, you can see chopped. When it says minced, you can see minced. That speed on that motor, that was done by some you know, mechanical engineer who, who doesn't give a crap about f flavor and consistency and texture. That's just not, yeah. To hell with <laughs> the electric knives. Straight to hell. Yeah. Electric knives, yeah. I see people pulling those things out. And I'm like, can you just jam some whisk in there while you're at it too and just completely pulverize what you're about to do? And I even hate the sound. It's like, it doesn't even sound cool. That's, I, I have always enjoyed watching either grandma or one my cousin take the electric knife out. I know. I and know. take apart a turkey. I now I, I'm not, I'm not saying a, a, a a sous chef such as yourself should use it to do their work when they have a lot of things to chop. No, but for specifically for Turkey, if you're carving it up, I don't know. I like that. I, I love watching the yeah. electric knife carve I, up a Turkey. I think there's a lot of, I think that's probably true for a lot of people because they have such an emotional childhood <laughs> memory of the elect, you know, the electric knife. So like, oh, it just makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside to see that meat just being hacked all to hell by this machine. But yeah, I completely understand that. <laughs> I, I, I have... I'm, Nothing good to say about an electric knife. No, I'm sorry. I, I just can't. I just can't. It was, it's been sitting in the, in the drawer all year. Waiting for this one time of year to come out for, the most, out for the most important dinner meat of all. And just turn it into sawdust. Grandma still has the cardboard things in the right spot that she sticks the blades through when she takes it out, like a samurai taking out their sword. Yeah, the, the scotch up. tape around those little plastic boards is getting yellow and brittle. Um, and you know, you know, back in the seventies when it was brand new, they didn't think about you know acid de decomposition and stuff. Yeah. And the, and it used to be really bright white, and now it's this dull, like eggshell white. Yeah, yeah. And you don't know if it's good. You you don't know if it's gonna work or not. She goes to plug it in, and she's like, "Drink, drink, drink." Oh yeah, we're in business. Well, it only had the two prongs instead of the ground. You know, the third one. So when you put it in the outlet, it starts to lean down because you know <laughs> after years of being jammed in into yeah. outlets, it's starting to get a little rounded, and so. It, Sarsifon, you think it's not working. Tommy, can you just hold that uh, cord in for me so I can, I'm going to get this uh, piece off here for Grandma? 
Yeah, it sounds like a baby velociraptor. Damn. You did not have the same emotional attachments to electrical <laughs> knives than I did. No, we're Siskel and Ebert on this one. <laughs> I really like the performance. I, I just I just really, we're, we're, you know, the action and the motion and all the warmth and memories that came up. Well, you know, I have to disagree because, you know, it was very cold for me and I, I didn't feel the human touch in there at all. <laughs> All right, so we got a thumbs up from Kilbasa. We got a thumbs down from El Chapo. Electric Knives Part 2. Join us next episode when we talk about the electric mixer and the mix master from Sunbeam from 1938 till 1972. Electric Knives. Uh. I bet you could do a better job with a Sawzall on a turkey. And I'm going to buy one just to prove that fact. You don't have a Sawzall? Not yet. I told you, this is a slow evolution. It's not that the blades aren't as long. They make long blades. They do? Do they have the turkey the turkey carver blades for the Sawzall? How <laughs> awesome would that be if I go up to a Milwaukee and DeWalt and say, I've just designed a turkey carving blade for your Sawzall. You know those things would sell like hotcakes. Hotcakes, dude. Hotcakes on a Friday. Hotcakes on hot the cakes. next morning. after Turkey hotcakes after. Hey, there's an idea. Mm. Get your protein and carbs. Make potato cakes. You could do that. Potato cakes with turkey in it. Or... Uh, do the shit on shingles with turkey from Thanksgiving. Yep. Pretty much chop turkey up, add cheese, and gravy. gravy. There you go. I really don't. I want to eat pizza. Yeah. On, I, on Thanksgiving. You can take everything. I'd rather just eat pizza. Pizza and fried chicken. Well, that's what I'd rather eat every day. But Right. Can you imagine if that was health food? God, everybody would look like an Olympian. Yeah. Just keep feeding me fried chicken. Keep feeding me pizza. Yeah. Instead, we're all Big Deborah. Wow, where are they on Gondor? Gondor calls for aid. Where was Gondor when we had no gravy? Where was Gondor when we had no electric knife? Where was Gondor? What business does a man, a dwarf, an elf, an electric knife have in the Ridamark? Speak quickly! I'll give you my electric knife if you give me your electric knife, horse master. I'd sooner cut off your head with an electric knife if it stood but a bit taller. You'd be dead before your electric knife hit the ground. When I was watching Two Towers, I thought, do you know the comedian Eddie Izzard? No. I was, I was wondering, he's like a trans something or other, I don't know, but he's a hilarious comedian. And I was, I was thinking of... What's the dude's name from... Is it Ewan? The King of Rohan. What's his name? Oh, Theoden. Theoden. I was thinking that that Eddie Izzard should have played Theoden instead of whoever played Theoden. I wanted to ask Eddie Izzard what Lord of the Rings role he thinks he should play. Because I'm sure... Because he's, he's English, I'm sure. And he's in movies, so I'm sure he thought that he should be something. Even I, I'm, I'm gonna tweet him that, and see if he responds. Yeah, 
So, wait, did you say comedian? Yeah. Eddie Izzard. Izzard. He's like trans. Like he runs marathons, but he needs to get his nails done before he gets his before he runs marathons. Which is weird. This Minuto? Pizza Kids. I like pizza with tomato. like pizza yeah yes cut with a knife not a no electric knives in this hut for me at this day forth never we like thanksgiving we like drinking we like nascar we like football rest in peace georgia dome rest in peace Malcolm Young. So hopefully, when you wake up Thanksgiving morning and you want to drown your family out, put your headphones on, and the only new podcast around is the Sausage Hut. That will be the seven-layer salad slash Malcolm Young tribute. Check Chapo out in his workshop, typing up stuff and posting it on his Twitter account. Check me out on Twitter, The Mark Aram Show, Instagram, and check us both out. Peering from behind the curtains. Importa Valletta! Bitches. <laughs> we like pizza. <laughs> we like pizza.